Welcome to Treasure Valley Podcast. I am Chuck. Today we also have Elliot and Zoe Kelly. Thank you for joining us. This episode is brought to you by Lower Gentry Studios. Here at Lower Gentry Studios, we create thought-provoking content with integrity, and we enjoy every aspect because we are hedonists. You can go to www.lowergentrystudios.com to check out our original content, including this podcast, a web series, and two feature films. Thank you, Zoe and Elliot, for coming today and joining us, joining me in the new studio. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. The studio is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. a gorgeous studio. It's big. It is. Now I can like do things like this and stretch. Before I would hit a wall. That's true. true. There's there's those of you who are listening, which is most of you. I just stretched backwards and I didn't hit a wall. I just hit air. (laughs) He did. It was quite impressive the yeah. amount of the amount of space before wall contact was made. Yeah, actually, Could be no, made. No, yeah, there's there's no wall contact. I mean, anyway, why is today special? Today is special because on this day in history, it's August twentieth in eighteen sixty six, President Andrew Johnson declares the U.S. Civil War declared the U.S. Civil War over. Sweet. Yeah, but so but the only thing is is that uh, General Lee actually surrendered on April 9th of eighteen sixty five. So it took him. Like a year and a half to what? finally say that the war was over. Oh, I mean, but you know, at any point the North would have been, might have just said, whatever, the war is back on. You we're, know, we're bringing it. Yeah, we're bringing it back. Yeah, <laughs> watch out. We don't accept your surrender. <laughs> yeah, we're going to take care of you. It was difficult. They didn't have email back then, I don't think. Yeah, for they sure. They just had to use mm. phone calls or something in order to be Carrier able to communicate pigeons. these things. Yeah. And phone calls take forever because first you have to talk about how you're doing and what's going on and what's new on the battlefront. Yeah, it's for sure. Yeah. Okay. You ready to talk about some Treasure Valley events? Let's do it. So what's going on this weekend, Charles? Did you all know that the Western His name Idaho is Chuck? Chuck. Did you all know? I responded to Charles. I don't know what's wrong with me. Did you all know that the Western <laughs> Idaho Fair is going on? Yeah. Yeah. I, I talked to Ethan Schmidt um, on Sunday night. He's actually helping set up for all of the bands and stuff that are going to play there. I'm excited because one of the bands is Three Doors Down. <gasps> I remember Three Doors Down from a VH1 music video from my middle school years, I believe. Yes. I had a karaoke machine with um, Superman on it, so it was one I've, of my go-tos. I've reached the point where bands from my high school area era are now irrelevantly performing in county fairs and state fairs. Yeah. So Three Doors Down, thank you for making me feel older. I appreciate it a great deal. I went to the the Iowa Fair, which is one of the biggest in the country, and I think like Sticks or something was playing when I was 19 or 20, and I was like, this band is irrelevant. <laughs> Why do they even still perform? And then all these people were really excited to see Sticks. So I'm excited to hear Kryptonite <laughs> live. I wonder if it's still as energetic as it was on the album when it came out originally. <laughs> I probably know all the words still. I don't even know that I know them, but once they start rolling, yeah, I'm, I definitely what, was do. that. Was that the name of the song? Was Kryptonite? Yeah, yeah. sorry, it wasn't Superman. Uh, one of the lines. You're going crazy. Well, you they go hand oh, in hand. I probably hand. shouldn't sing it because we don't have rights yeah, to don't it. Don't mm. sing it. Sorry. I don't think you were close enough. <laughs> Off key. Oh my gosh! At <laughs> Will work, you call me Batman. <laughs> at work the other day, this old man Ralph. He said, "I work with seniors, and he's probably in his nineties." And he said. You're a jailbird singer, Zoe. And I said, what does that mean? He said, you're behind a few bars and looking for a key. (laughs) 
Sorry, I just thought of that. <laughs> That's a good old person joke. It's such a, You're I love behind him. a few bars and looking for a key. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I wanted to talk about one more event coming up this weekend. Uh, it's called the Boise Comic Arts Festival. It's their seventh year. It's the 24th and the 25th at the Jump Building. It's family fen- friendly and it's a celebration featuring local and international comic creators, panels, exhibits, workshops, and a cosplay contest. <gasps> Sounds like a lot of fun. So if you want to go, boisepubliclibrary.org backslash BCAF has all the details. You That's are. awesome. Wow. Are you going to go there? Are you going to cosplay? I would love to, but I work. Oh, okay. So someone go for me. I'm going to go as a podcaster. That's- I'm going to go as uh, the, the the fifth element girl. Yes. Ooh. Yeah, with like the white stripes over my body. Yes. Can I interview you for my <laughs> podcast? Hot. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be very popular after that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Isn't that usually the one, though? That's that's what everybody cosplays as. Like every like attractive woman always really? does that. Yeah. I want to go as Poison Ivy. That's my cosplay dream. Really? Mm-hmm. Like what Poison Ivy? Like are you talking about like Uma Thurman Poison Ivy or like the video game Poison Ivy? Oh, the, I, I feel like a combo between the two except actually I saw this um, one artist that did a, pen, a pinup rendition of Poison Ivy. So she's done as a pinup girl. Mm-hmm. I think I'd probably go for that style because I love pinup and... Okay. But I don't know. Well, I guess that kind of covers the events. Are we going to talk about some problems and solutions? We probably should. Bam, Let's here it comes. You've got problems. I've got problems. We've got problems. Here's the answer. All right, you guys. What, what, is, what is the problem? I want to know what the problem is. I, I want to know what the problem is. Too. I have the problem. whisper. Oh, okay. Okay. No, don't whisper. Oh, sorry. DBs. Oh, yep. All right, everyone. So our problem today is brought to you by My Philosophy 101 class. We were talking about how um, our society Wait, has... is that an official sponsor? How much money do they give us? I pay them. Dang it. <laughs> it's college. Oh, it's darn. not how it works. <laughs> if, we, if we say CWI like five times, do you think they'll give you a discount on your tuition? CWI, 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 CWI. Okay. I'm going to email them. This I'm not going to pay the rest of this tuition because <laughs> I've been mentioning you on this podcast and saying everybody should go there for the last week. This is true. You should just say that. I'll send him an email. All right, perfect. Yeah. Anyway, so today in the philosophy class, my professor said something along the lines of a healthy society is one that can disagree and not kill each other. And he was talking about how polarized we've become and how unable to have civil uh, discussions we've become. So I think this is a big issue. We can all see evidence for it. Shut up. Right here. I don't see any evidence. I just see Uh. evidence of a of an idiot spouting nonsense. That's wrong. You're 100% incorrect. That offends me. I'm offended. You're offended. (laughs) All right. So the problem is what? Polarization? Would you call it that? Yeah. Polarization and a lack of discourse? I think it's a lack of civil discussion, ability to have civil discussion. Yeah. I I think I disagree with that premise. I think your philosophy professor is probably an older dude, and then he just assumes that because he's older, the whole world is getting worse. But actually, the world was not better back then. It was just the same, and he was younger, and he was able to deal with it better. I mean, really, you don't think that the use and the implementation of social media and the anonymity that comes with it doesn't cause more anger, violence, and and or violence in speech, anger and violence in speech. I mean, I mean, yeah, you could probably. I think it's maybe it's a knee jerk. It's kind of a 
it's something that's always latent in humanity. And now that social media is around and there's also more people around than maybe the 60s or 70s when he was probably coming up, it's probably manifesting itself differently. But I don't think it's like really like when he says, I don't know, the, 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 the apocalyptic tone, I guess I just don't really agree with sometimes. Because when you look at like American society, it's not like, oh, wow, it's way it's way more polarized and we're way crazier than we were in the 1960s when there was people literally like rioting in the streets and stuff like that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Do you think there's less discourse happening? There well, might think, be, there might, or, more... excuse me, there, there was less discourse. Yeah, I think that might general, be, an, yeah. be an issue too, because if you are, you only see people face to face that you agree with for the most part. Otherwise you just don't hang out with them. Yeah. You don't spend time with those people. Yeah. And it, and maybe before social media and all the internet connections, people just didn't associate with people that they disagreed with. That could be an issue. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, also, I think I think people are more polarized, though. I agree. Really? With, I agree with Zoe okay, and why his professor. Exa- why? Why exactly though? Like, what, um, is, what is actually just anecdotal? Anecdotal evidence. Okay. I think that people are very. I think people are irrational. I don't. I don't know. Maybe everybody's always been irrational. But there's also the the exposure of content that you get from advertising companies, which are Facebook and Google. Those are advertising companies, and they know what's going to push your buttons, and you have a fear response um, that they've calculated that you will click. Most human beings have a fear response, and they will click, and they will read articles and be exposed to advertising based on that fear response. And so that's being reinforced consistently yeah. more now because uh, it's really funny. I was watching... Hulu, which is more like TV, yeah, and it was a weird experience because the oh, yeah, commercials. I gave you, I gave you the password. Sorry, Hulu. I gave you the password to mine, and mine's the really cheap one where it has ads in it. You can pay like an extra four bucks a month and not get the ads. Yeah, yeah. No, I have no idea what that is about stealing passwords or anything like that because I have my own account. Oh but yeah, for sure. Anyway, but it was weird to see. It was weird to see advertisements that weren't catered to me directly. Yeah, it's been so long because I don't watch television. There's nothing on TV that I that I tune into except for NBA basketball, I think yeah. is the only thing. Uh, presidential debates, if they'll, they're broadcast, mm-hmm. I'll tune into that. But it's, it was a weird experience to see ads that had no uh, relevance to my life. Yeah. And then the ads, yeah, because it's the old school ads where they think, where the advertisers have to think of the product itself and then what the key demographic is that's maybe consuming that product. But it's all just like a guess, you know? Yeah. Like literally, I was getting ads for baby diapers and I was like, literally will never need these please show me something i might buy that was my response as a consumer i was like this is a waste of 90 seconds please show me something i might want want. (laughs) yeah and so that the the echo chamber effect it has to have an effect on society yeah no i mean i I agree i was just trying to say something different although i think it's maybe i don't know i think it's I think people are easily hyperbolic, especially older people, about how screwed up the generation is, though, too. Well, you know, my professor is actually really young. How old is he? I mean, I didn't ask, but he's, like, not much older than us. Really? Yeah. Man, he's way more successful than I am. Yeah. Yeah. Well, does he have a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) We should bring him on here. Maybe we can outdo him intellectually. Then we'll see. What's your solution for the polarization? Oh, we have to come up with an answer and I just find out if it's a problem to begin with? Well, actually, I think, well, I mean, one of the things that I wanted to actually bring up about polarization is that maybe maybe what's also been hurting the discourse in the country is that the government itself, which is run by the two parties, has not been actually campaigning for 
for a vast majority of the elections through gerrymandering. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if you live in if you live in a solid red area or a solid blue area, you don't get access to other ideas because either the DNC or the RNC refuses to support money or throw money at people that are campaigning through mm-hmm. those areas. Yeah. So then everything I guess that's another idea of like maybe an echo chamber, right? Because you're yeah. only exposed to like a conservative idea or not even really conservative liberal but just like an rnc idea or a dnc idea mm-hmm. and then you just get in the offshoots of that and so no think, presidential candidate is ever going to come to idaho to visit although biden came the other day you yeah know? Oh, well, see that? i guess i guess in the primaries yeah the primaries but, but not during the yeah not, during the election it would be a waste of money because yeah. everybody knows that the idaho votes just go red yeah exactly yeah yeah, I mean, so there's no reason to... And they've yeah. narrowed it down that way because it's more efficient through gerrymandering. Yeah, yeah, I see that. But see, that's I think that might be more evidence for echo chamber effect. It's it's just getting louder and people are don't don't want to think. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, We're all everyone's... lazy. Yeah, exactly. I'm lazy. And if, then, so you... if I can do something, if I can make a split second decision and make it effective, then I would rather do that than have to sit and think about it. Yeah, and that's where memetics comes into play. And then the internet's all about memes, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and then especially, like, oh, whenever yeah. I see those politically charged memes, which were literally they distill a political, like, a political ideology into, like, three or four words, and then I just realize, okay, that's just the bite-sized chunk that people that don't think can just eat and then just be like, I, I ate these four words, and then now I believe it, and then anybody that doesn't believe these four words, I hate them. So I guess I understand. I yeah. think that's a part of the solution, too, is not taking things personally when you disagree with someone, because saying you hate someone because they disagree with you, I just feel like is really juvenile. I think that if we do have more discussions with each other, especially people we disagree with and go out of our way to befriend people we disagree with, then the less personal we would take it. I mean, these are the personal lessons I am learning as an avid debater in my own personal life is having these debates with my friends and families, but not letting myself take it personally. Yeah. I mean, and it's really hard. Forcing it's, other people not to It's really take hard it not to take it personally, too. I mean, I've, I've debated with older people that were racists and, you know, or what I would term as a racist, but they wouldn't term themselves as racist. And it's very uncomfortable to, like, try to debate them on certain ideas and then not try to use terms that then would shut off their minds towards possible, like, possible um, epiphanies later down the road because anytime you're having a debate or a conversation with somebody you're not trying to really convince them in the moment you're trying to listen to them and then you're trying to like give your own point of view and then maybe down the road they'll think about your point of view when they when they they come to another situation or something and I think that's really like especially in the left-leaning end that's really what people are scared of because they're they think that things like racist ideologies or really really um neoconservative ideologies can't be talked out of people they can't in the moment but it's like kind of a generational like a baby step approach to it and without conversation it can't actually happen and you can't understand where why they have those perspectives in the first place until you listen to why they might have a perspective that's completely contrary to your own exactly because there's a reason why people believe what they believe and usually it has to do with experience or lack thereof so different experiences lead to different belief systems and 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 people just like the easy solution yeah. if they've had the easy easy answer put in front of them even if it's never been tested they're going to believe it yeah whatever politician gives them the easy solution yeah build yeah. a wall yeah. yeah that's the answer well i know what a wall is <laughs> and, and i'll keep people one. out yeah <laughs> and keep me in and them out and then yeah there it is yeah. you know and that's just and then it becomes a meme and people bite onto that solution and and they can take that simple solution and then extrapolate as you try to 
disagree with them, but it's not. But then you're fighting on their tor- territory. I'm just using the wall as an example. Yeah. Why do you Why do you think a wall would help? What is your concern? Yeah. If we build a wall, do we build a wall around the entire United States and around Hawaii as well, yeah. or do we just build it on the north, on the southern border against Mexico? Do we build it against the Canadian border? Where are we concerned about the wall? Yeah. You know, those types of questions. And what are the underlying fears? And I think asking questions is the Mm. best way to not necessarily bridging a gap, but at least, you know, having a more healthy society that can disagree and still not kill each other. Yeah. We don't want to kill anyone. So what? Well, that's bad. So yeah. so where are we at? We're just going to ask people questions. Yeah, yeah. why don't ask you ask more questions? Ask yeah, a question. Yeah, ask ask questions. Hey, if you have questions, you should ask us. We shouldn't too. even have a we shouldn't even have a solution. We should just be asking questions. You're right. Because giving solutions, maybe that's not the best route. Actually, yeah, because nobody yeah. likes being, because then they think, what What are these pompous pricks doing? What do they yeah. know? Yeah, what they do don't, we know? Plus, I don't want to be held responsible. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If somebody mm-hmm. actually follows some of our solutions. Yeah. We've had some pretty crazy solutions that <laughs> yeah. nobody really should have been following. True. Yeah. True. Yeah. So, so, we're, so we're no solution today. We just have questions. Yeah, what's your, qu- what's your answer? Problem. Question. Question mark. <laughs> should we end with a word of the day? I think we should. should yeah anybody who doesn't know the definition of that reward should definitely look it up yep all right all is right that is that a is let's it? play us should we, we, should, we should just we should just end with a really long awkward pause for those of us for those of you guys that are that are listening to this in your car radio thank you for listening to treasure valley podcast this episode has been presented by Lower Gentry Studios. Here at Lower Gentry Studios, we create thought-provoking content with integrity, and we enjoy every aspect because we're hedonists. You can go to www.lowergentrystudios.com to check out our original content. It includes two feature films as well as a web series. We always have more up and coming, so follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, and stay tuned for more. Peace.